the First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome, everyone, to the Joan Hamburg Show. And today is like a persistence of memory day because Dr. Mark Hyman, who grew up to be the senior advisor for the Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine, and that's only one of the two zillion things he does. Founder and director of the Ultra Wellness Center, host of a top health podcast, The Doctor's Pharmacy. So many books, including a new one, which I just finished. Naturally, top on my list of what I'm interested in. <laughs> Young Forever, The Secrets to Living Your Longest, Healthiest Life. And what I love is that Dr. Mark says, even at a, an age when you think, you know, you're done, you can change your life and really add years and healthy years and enjoy everything. I met Dr. Hyman, I can't even tell you how many years ago. I'm sure you don't remember. We were at Canyon Ranch, which was more than fairly, 20 years ago, fairly on, you know, not what it is yeah. over these years. And. We were all sitting waiting for a class, and Dr. Hyman came by. <laughs> and we thought, oh, my gosh, she's so cute. Let's bring all our daughters here. <laughs> and that's how it started. Yeah. And in those days, we were broadcasting from yeah, Canyon Ranch right. every year. That's right. And we had a great time. And then you have gone on from success there to everything, to being a leading doctor for many leading political figures, entertainers. You've done a lot. I have, yeah. It's been a long, good road. And, uh, you know, bringing, bringing this message of functional medicine, bringing the message of how we can all actually activate our body's healing system and feel good is and really the purpose of my life, bringing this, this new science to everybody. Well, and what is so reassuring is you point out that even if you haven't led this kind of life, you can and do it fairly quickly. Absolutely. You know, Joan, we don't realize just how powerful our body's own intelligence for healing is. You know, when we cut our skin, we don't go, oh, you better like go over there, stem cells, and you put the skin together. It just the body knows what to do. But what we're now discovering with the science of longevity is that we have these ancient built-in longevity switches that we can turn on and reverse our biological age. I'm 63 chronologically, but I'm 43 biologically because I've applied the principles of the science of longevity to actually understand how to activate my body's own innate healing intelligence. And and that can happen at any age. You know, just a quick story. I had a patient at Cleveland Clinic who came to see me. And, you know, you think, oh, this is good for prevention. If you start early, right. it's good. Find but, out what they You know, have. maybe it's fine. But it, but actually, this is works for people who are at the end of the rope. This woman was, was hugely overweight. Her body mass index was 40. That's severely obese. Obese is 30. So that was, she's just huge. Uh, her, she had type 2 diabetes for 10 years. She was 66 years old. She had heart failure. She had a bunch of stents. She had high blood pressure. Right. She had liver. She wasn't at all. No, fatty liver. She had uh, kidneys that were starting to fail. She was a mess. And she was on $20,000 of copay, her medication. That was just what she had to pay every year. She came to see us in three days of changing her diet using the principles uh, that I, ha I talk about in Young Forever about food as medicine. Three days she was off her insulin. Three months she reversed her diabetes, reversed her heart failure, reversed her kidneys failing, reversed her fatty liver, normalized her blood pressure, was off Just all her medications. 
from diet and a sim- simple lifestyle things and some simple supplements, all the things I talk about in Young Forever. And then in a year, she lost 116 pounds. How'd she and do that? Just, just using food as medicine. Yeah, just following the principles of Young Forever, which essentially is designed to activate your body's healing. So there's no drug on the planet that could reverse her diabetes, reverse her heart failure, reverse her kidneys, fix all that stuff. That's how powerful food is. And most people understand that we have always like Goldilocks. I mean, like uh, the Wizard of Oz, like Dorothy, to actually click our heels and go back to Kansas. Metaphorically, we can click our heels and get back to health if we know how our bodies work. And this is really an owner's manual if you have a body, how it works and what to do to keep it running right. And you also point out that the process of aging and and is a condition. I mean, it involves a lot of issues. It's not 12th, like everyone says, oh, I have diabetes or my heart isn't yeah, good. Yeah, or you right. say it's not 12 different things. No, it's exactly right, Joan. I think what's really exciting about the science of longevity is it's sort of mirroring what I've done for 30 years in functional medicine, is understanding the body as a system and that there are some root causes that underlie all disease. And if we deal with those root causes, we don't have to treat all the diseases. So scientists are saying, you know, if you cure heart disease and cancer and you got rid of them from the face of the planet, good. we'd only... Let's say we did, which we can't, but let's say we did. We would basically extend our life by about seven years. If we trust the hallmarks of aging, these underlying problems that go wrong that I explain how to do in the book, we might get 30 or 40 years of life extension because those are the things that go wrong that cause heart disease, diabetes, cancer, dementia, right? And that is the exciting part of the science is we now can not treat those diseases, but we can create health and treat these dysfunctions that actually give us a lot longer life and a lot healthier life. And what about people keeping their brains? I mean, where you point out in <laughs> Young Forever that Alzheimer's, with the billions spent and everything yeah. else, we haven't made no. any progress on any of that stuff. No, we've we spent over uh, two billion dollars on over. I think 400 different studies, and and nothing's really shown to be effective. Maybe a, you're a few months delayed to getting into a nursing home, but there's really no advances. But with this approach, we've seen remarkable changes in people's cognitive function. Using the power of, of the body's own healing system, we can help the brain repair, heal, and renew. And and my colleague, for example, Dale Bredesen, has written a number of books about reversing Alzheimer's and now has a book called The First Survivors. You know, we hear of survivors of cancer, but who's a survivor of Alzheimer's? Nobody, right? Well, now actually you can be, and it sounds crazy to say that, but it's hard to, it's hard to believe, but it actually I've seen it and I've had patients, many, many patients who follow these principles and get their brains back because it's really about what we're eating. It's exercise, it's environmental toxins, it's our microbiome and our gut and our nutritional status. You start to fix all these things and people get better. Which is still unbelievable, and they stay better, right? Yeah, if they do this. If they, <laughs> it's like one patient I had, I, I cured his diabetes because I told him to cut out all the starch and sugar. He's like, okay, Dr. Hammond, now can I go back to eating my carbohydrates now that my diabetes is cured? I'm like, no, it's what caused it in the first place. You can have a little, but not, not like you did. You hear that all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm better. I lost all this weight, so what's wrong if I have whatever? Right, right, no. And sweets. You and I have talked about sweets. I mean, sugar, unfortunately, yeah. I love sugar. Everybody does. Listen, it's addictive. And here's what we know about the science of sugar. It's actually doing everything in your body to accelerate aging. If you want to 
do one thing to yeah, dramatically, yeah, it's, it's either give it up or just have it occasionally as a treat as opposed to daily a habit in your shirt and your coffee and your tea and your breakfast cereals. It's in tomato sauce. It's in salad. I mean, it's everywhere. So you have to be vigilant, but the key is if you can cut down that sugar and starch, you, you let your body start to heal and get rid of all these age related problems that are related to insulin resistance. And, and 93% of Americans have some form of prediabetes. They're metabolically unhealthy. That's a scary mm. stat. It's a relatively new statistic. 93% of us have either high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, are overweight, or have had heart attack or stroke. That doesn't that means sound good. 6% of us don't. <laughs> That's nothing. No. I'm count, I'm, I'm lucky I'm in the 6%, but I, it's because I know what to do and how to apply it. You know, I was always convinced when I was a kid, we always had a lot of company, a huge family, enormous meals all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, a meal was never over. You know, you, dinner may have ended being served, but then you went to the next. And I was convinced that parents, including my own, would hold it out as a treat. You know, if you eat everything on your plate, then you can have dessert. Right, exactly. <laughs> With my kids, I vowed I wouldn't do that. So You let them have dessert first? <laughs> right. I'd come home from work and I'd say, well, what do you want? Knowing they were lamb. In those days, we ate lamb chops and meat and everything. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, Lizzie, my daughter, would say, well, I think maybe I'll have ice cream. I'd say, fine, have it. She, I swear to you, never cared about sweets. Not a big deal. Yeah, because it, was it wasn't never forbidden. No forbidden fruit. Yeah, yeah. She just, and John is the exact same way. That's amazing. Yeah, you, know, you want it, have it. And so suddenly it wasn't as alluring as that <laughs> mysterious whatever. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting with kids and yeah. with everything you do. But we we still love it. And even the Canyon Ranch that I met you at, the highlight was dessert. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate. We You know, we evolved in an era where we didn't have that much sugar. And we find a honey you know, comb somewhere, maybe some berries. The truth is now we're just swimming in a sea of sugar and flour, and that's killing us. That's driving all the the aging pathways. It's driving inflammation and damage to our mitochondria and our gut and, and, and helps us to store belly fat and lower our growth hormone, which makes our bodies repair and increase cortisol, our stress hormone and adrenaline. And it just, it just is a horrible cascade that happens as we age. And, and the key to healthy aging and, and what, what the sugar and starch does is it makes you lose muscle and gain fat. The key to healthy aging is gaining muscle and lowering your fat in your body because when you build muscle, you, one can do stuff like you can get up out of a chair, you can open a bottle, you can do the functional things you want to do, and you have to build strength to do that. And if you don't, you'll end up being more frail, and that's why people end up in nursing homes, not because they're sick. But because they yeah. need... So you need to do resistance training, you need to have more protein as you get older, and particularly you have to take a break from eating between dinner and breakfast, because if you... Give your body that break from food. It's mimicking starvation, and that puts your body into a repair mode. And you do this thing called autophagy, which is like self-cannibalism. You literally eat up all the bad parts and all recycle all the old stuff. And so you need a break from dinner to breakfast. So it should be like from dinner at 6 and breakfast at 8. That's 14-hour fast, which people don't give us. A big fast, but that's Right, but enough. you're not that aware of it at yeah. those hours. But if you're eating, if you're eating, you know like all day and then dinner and then have snacks at night, you're going to screw your whole system up. Do most people do that? Yes. Late night eating is a huge thing. And eating late and going to bed. So all that stuff is really bad for us. And then 
in the morning, you want to build muscle, you need protein. And actually, you do need animal protein because it's the most dense protein. It's the most bioavailable protein. It has the right amino acids, whereas plant proteins don't. So if you have plant proteins and you're a vegan, you need probably a processed protein powder and also to add in some amino acids like leucine to make sure you can build muscle. So the muscle thing is so key as we get older. I had my dad who was, you know, in his in the 80s, mid-80s, and he couldn't get up out of a chair anymore. And he would, like, struggle. And, I, I, you know, and so I said, listen, let me get you a trainer. We got a trainer. And then a couple years later, he's playing tennis with me. Unbelievable. So, I try to force myself to get up out of a chair. Yeah. Every day. But you need I, a trainer, Joan, to come kick your butt. I need a trainer. <laughs> I need a, or arms of a chair that I hold on and lift myself. Yeah, but, but you should be able to get up and just stand up without anything like that. That's normal. Without yeah. leaning forward. And if you can't do that, that's a simple exercise. That means your body is, has lost so much muscle that you can't simply And stand can up. you repair that muscle? Absolutely. That's the amazing thing that you know we have embedded within us, this ancient system of repair, renewal, and reversing longevity, reversing mm-hmm. aging, if we know how to activate it. And most of the things we do in our culture screw it up. Our crappy diet, lack of exercise, stress, and, and all these things affect our biology in a way that makes us older faster. But we now can actually activate these ancient systems within us to reverse our biological age, to help us get stronger, fitter at any age. It doesn't matter whether you're 80 or 20 or 50 or even 100. You can do these things. Uh, there's a, a great story of a, of a woman, uh, and I wrote about the book, Emma Morano, who lived to be 117 years I saw old. That. And she, and she, uh, you know, when she was younger, her doctor told her to eat eggs because she was anemic, three eggs a day. And then when she was in her 90s, she was a bit frail. And her doctor told her to, uh, to eat 150 grams of meat a day, which is, you know, a fair bit. A lot. It's a fair bit. And she did. And she was like, lived to be 117 because the, the protein is actually one of the most important nutrients as you get older to build and maintain muscle. So when you get up in the morning, you get up and work out first. Yeah. Right? My routine is basically so in the morning, it, it gets me going and it's like my, my longevity hacks in the morning. So I wake up, I try to meditate for 20 minutes. Can you? I do. Yeah. You're I'm a, not distracted. No, I'm a good meditator. I use a mantra meditation. I go, I go really deep, very quick. Uh-huh. I've been doing it for a long time. And then, and then I'll do a 30 minute workout with my bands. I use resistance training, uh-huh. very intense. I use the Tom Brady system, which is like, it's almost like cardio and band training and I can travel with them anywhere. Then I have a, a in my home, I have a steam and a, and a, and a big bathtub and I take a hot steam for, a while and I, I get really Every hot day. if I'm home. Yeah. Yes. And, and then I, I use that to activate these pathways through this process called hormesis that I talk about in the book, right. which is a stress that doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. So heat therapy activates your innate immune system. It cleans up old damaged proteins that lead to aging. Cold therapies. Then I jump in the bath, fill it with cold water, jump on that cold uh. bath. And it's actually amazing. You get a big hit of dopamine. It's like having 10 cups of coffee without you the... You sit in the cold water? Cold, full in. That's it. I lay down full in. Oh. And, you know, two, three minutes in there, and, and it's powerful. And then you wake up. Your dopamine is great. It increases your metabolism. And then I and then I have my healthy aging shake, which I have the recipe for in the book, which is goat whey. I use whey protein as a concentrated more protein. I add a little creatine. I add some things that help my mitochondria, like urolithin A from pomegranate. And I add in uh, some adaptogenic mushrooms, and I put in some my my gut food product, which basically is like a multivitamin for the gut that I created. And then I essentially have that shake, and it lasts me through. Is that shake delicious? It's delicious. I put in some berries and some macadamia mm-hmm. milk, and uh, 
I mean, it, it, it's got, it helps me build muscle, be stronger. And I can say at, you know, 63, I'm fitter and stronger and more muscular than I was at 30 or 40 or 50. And then you have lunch or you don't? Yeah, bother. then I have lunch. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes I, it'll last me a little longer. The shake lasts me a bit, but I'll have lunch. Usually some of salad and a can of sardines or, or salmon and some nuts and olive oil and olives and avocados, some good fats. So you'll have a, a real lunch. Yeah. And then I, and then usually at dinner I have a good, you know, piece of, uh, fish or chicken or meat that's ideally grass fed can always get that, but, and I eat lots and lots of veggies. So three, four, five different vegetable uh-huh. dishes. And there's certain ones that are really important for longevity, these plant compounds. So I, I have cruciferous vegetables, a broccoli family. I have the purple Japanese sweet potatoes. So their purple yeah, color that. is super great for you. I have, that's what the Okinawans eat. Uh, they live to be well, well over a hundred mm-hmm. on average. Uh, I, I have also green tea, which is a very powerful activator of healing. I, I use turmeric in my cooking, but I also take turmeric supplements. Uh, and so basically you can start to include foods that activate these longevity pathways that I, I listed in the book that help people to yeah. sort of automatically do the right thing for their body. And let's, you touched upon supplements. Mm. And what do you take on a regular basis? Well, I, th- I think, you know, there's the basics that everybody needs to take, and then there's some of the emerging things around longevity that are cool. So I think everybody needs a multivitamin, fish oil, and vitamin D, because most of us are nutrient deficient in one of those things, and it's it's great insurance. And, and for example, with COVID, in Israel, they did a study where they found that if your COVID level was over, I mean, your vitamin D level was over 50, that you there was zero deaths from COVID, like better than vaccines in terms of effectiveness. So how do they get vitamin D? You need to take a supplement. Yeah. So you can't, unless you're out there in the sun, well, half naked yeah. for at least time. an hour a day. Good luck. You know, so, yeah. so you need, you need vitamin D and it, you know, 80% of us are deficient or have insufficient levels. And, and that was, that's a simple intervention. One study, they gave people vitamin D and reversed their biological age by a year by taking the vitamin D for a year. So you take that in your morning yep. after, with your shake? Yep. And then I also take some some special phytochemical supplements. I use fisetin from strawberries, which kills zombie cells that we accumulate, these old inflamed cells. I take quercetin. But you don't take fresh strawberries, which I, I do if I can. infected a lot. Well, I mean, if you know, if most strawberries are sprayed with pesticides, so you don't want to have yeah. pe- strawberries unless they're organic. And they're, you know, but you can get the fisetin capsules, quercetin, which Frozen. is a... Frozen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Fisetin is a very powerful compound from strawberries. Quercetin from onions is another powerful longevity supplement. It's a plant compound. I take curcumin, green tea extract. So I take these as part of my supplement regimen. And um, and I take some NMN, which is also maybe a little controversial, but there's a lot of research on this to activate a lot of the healing pathways. What And what is that? Is that a pill or it's a, a supplement. Powder? It's a supplement, yeah. It's a supplement. And basically it's been uh, something the body uses to activate sirtuins, which is the healing uh, pathway that reverses insulin resistance, turns off inflammation, helps your mitochondria work better, gets out the DNA repair army to repair damage mm-hmm. to your DNA. It's amazing. So uh, basically I include these things because I'm sort of, I'm sort of gung ho on this. Not everybody has to do, not everybody has to do all this, but the basic stuff of eating well, moving your body, resistance training, protein in the morning, a good multi-fiscal vitamin D, that, that will get people 90% of the way there. And the, and the, and the, there really is a very set of specific quizzes and questionnaires in the book that actually help you identify where you're out of balance and how to get back in balance and treat some of these underlying things that are causing rapid aging and disease. Did you ever get COVID? I did. 
How did that happen? How did it How did it happen? You? How did it happen? Well, it's everywhere. So I, I probably no, was in a group is, of people. Everywhere. And, yeah. And I got it. And I wasn't, I wasn't too sick. I, I was, I did pretty well. I did my normal supplements with it. I did a little bit of active, uh, uh-huh. other active treatments and I did really fine. How uh, long did it last you? Uh, the first time, maybe, you know, uh, four or five days, I was feeling a little tired, but, um, the second time I had a cough, which lasted a longer part, about uh, yeah. 10 days. So, uh, but I got through it. And it's still everywhere. Still everywhere. Not as bad. But well, we have to live with it, I think. Yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere no. fast, right? Mm-hmm. Even the injections and everything. No, I mean, the, you know, the vaccines don't give you immunity from getting the disease. Uh, it just prevents you from hopefully having a severe reaction. But, you know, there's, it's very controversial now. I'm talking to Mark Hyman, Dr. Hyman's young forever, his brand new book. So before I let you go off to curing, a zillion people. If you're listening, and I want that, what are the simplest things I can do without changing every single thing in my life? Well, there's a few simple things that make, I think, the most difference. The first is really understand that sugar and starch are bad and that you can have them occasionally as a treat, but they should really not be the staples of your diet. And that is driving every process of aging and ultra processed food, basically, which I go, I put in that bucket of that. Second is you want to add in all the good foods. So lots of phytochemical rich foods, colorful fruits and vegetables. And then the other key as as you get older is protein. So make sure you have probably more than you think about 30 grams per meal as you get older, is really is essential. Poultry, fish, chicken, fish, meat. meat, eggs, a protein shake, whey protein. So that's you can eat a lot of protein, which makes you full. Yeah, it makes you full. It's, it speeds up your metabolism. It actually helps build muscle. It's it's we we have what we call anabolic resistance as we get older. It's harder to build muscle. We need more protein. And then the last thing is, if you're going to do one kind of activity, resistance training, bands, body weight, weights, whatever it is, you got to do something to build muscle because that's going to keep you functioning. If you want to take a walk, if you want to get up off the floor, if you fall, if you want to do anything, you know, to be enjoying life, you have to have muscle. And this is where metabolism is. When your muscle starts to be replaced with fat, you get diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, cancer, dementia, and low growth hormone and high cortisol levels. And all these horrible things happen and low sex hormones. And so, so you get a real problem if you don't actually keep your muscle. No. And it's, it gets harder and harder. You know what the big thing here has been? A pre-diabetes medication that they're metformin. all taking, metformin, because they claim it gets rid of their appetite. They right. lose a lot of weight. Oh, on you everything. mean Ozempic? You mean no, Oz- metaf- metformin. They metformin. Yeah. And they claim that does all those yeah. things. Yeah. But now people with diabetes can't even get it. Yeah. Because everyone's using it as a weight thing. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I think there's there's two things that are happening. One, metformin is a drug that's being recommended for um reversing or slowing aging uh-huh. yeah. and it's a diabetes drug. It's been around for a long time. You believe in it? I think it, it can be helpful for some patients, but I think the, the data show really clearly that lifestyle interventions work far better. So changing uh-huh. your diet and exercise work far better than the drug. And I'm uh, cautious about it. And there's some big trials going on. I talk about it in the book. The other thing that's being pushed is Ozempic, which is in Wigovi, which is basically a, an injection that's a, yeah. for diabetes where it's like $1,700 a month, and people are using it for weight loss. That, that, and, and yes, diabetes patients can't get it. It's a diabetes drug. 
Uh, and it's one of those vicious cycles where you have to stay on it, but it also I'm concerned about it. There's risk of cancer. There's uh, some evidence that it causes you to lose muscle, which is not what you want to do. So I, I think if you stop it, people often regain the weight. So it's, there's no quick fix. I mean, the beautiful thing, like I said, with the patient story at the beginning is that she lost at 66, 116 pounds simply by using food. Another patient lost 134 pounds and got off 10 medications. She's going to be in women's world soon. Who basically used, used the principles in my book of eating real food and getting off the crap and just common sense. It's not that hard. Do you drink? Uh, I do. I drink a little, but wine. I really, I don't drink that much wine. Occasionally I have a tequila. The truth is that, that alcohol, uh, we thought might be helpful for health, but it really is not. There's no health reason to have alcohol. To have it recreationally, like sugar, occasionally for fun, okay. Uh, but if if everything else in your life is balanced, you're fine. But if you're drinking every day, your risk of cancer and other conditions mm-hmm. just goes up. It's terrible for your brain. It's basically a poison. Is wine better than liquor? No. Uh, <laughs> the wine's got more sugar, actually. <laughs> I hate to tell you. A one, a one shot of tequila or five ounces of wine or ten ounces of beer. The best is the one shot of tequila. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> no, tequila is – the thing is vodka used to – be really strong, but tequila is stronger. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. I mean, it depends what you like. You have a little vodka, tequila, fine. It's just it's what you put with it, right? If you pour in grape juice with it, or grapefruit juice, or dipping your cookie in it. Yeah, not a good thing. Yeah. No, that's all right. Every time I talk to you, I'm inspired. I think you have to move in. Okay. Deal. When you leave, I try to remember everything and say, "No, you can do it. You can change your life." Get that old jump rope out. Do all the you stuff. can, Joan. Come on. You're going strong. Your mind is strong. you got to keep your body strong. Yeah, I'm trying. It's a lot of body to keep strong. We're working <laughs> on it. Dr. Mark Hyman, you've got to read his new book. And we don't say that about every book. Young Forever, The Secrets to Living Your Longest, Healthiest Life. And it's not impossible. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. I promise you. Take care. All the best, Dr. Mark. Thanks, Joan. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC. Much more ahead. Clearly, that lifestyle interventions work far better. So changing your diet and exercise work far better than the drug, and I'm uh, cautious about it. There's some big trials going on I talk about it in the book. The other thing that's being pushed is Ozempic, which is in Wigovi, which is basically a, an injection that's a, yeah. for diabetes where it's like $1,700 a month, and people are using it for weight loss. That, that, and then, yes, diabetes patients can't get it. It's a diabetes drug. Uh, and it's one of those vicious cycles where you have to stay on it, but it also I'm concerned about it. There's risk of cancer. There's uh, some evidence that it causes you to lose muscle, which is not what you want to do. So I, I think if you stop it, people often regain the weight. So it's, there's no quick fix. I mean, the beautiful thing, like I said, with the patient story at the beginning is that she lost at 66, 116 pounds simply by using food. Another patient lost 134 pounds and got off 10 medications. She's going to be in women's world soon. Basically, used use the principles in my book of eating real food and getting off the crap and just common sense. It's not that hard. Do you drink? Uh, I do. I drink a little, but wine. I really, I don't drink that much wine. Occasionally, I have a tequila. The truth is that that alcohol uh, we thought might be helpful for health, but it really is not. There's no health reason to have alcohol. To have it recreationally, like sugar, occasionally for fun, okay. 
Uh, but if if everything else in your life is balanced, you're fine. But if you're drinking every day, your risk of cancer and other conditions mm-hmm. just goes up. It's terrible for your brain. It's basically a poison. Is wine better than liquor? No. Uh, <laughs> the wine's got more sugar, actually. <laughs> I hate to tell you. A one, a one shot of tequila or five ounces of wine or ten ounces of beer, the best is the one shot of tequila. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> no, tequila is – the thing is vodka used to – be really strong, but tequila is stronger. Yeah, 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 know. yeah. I mean, it depends what you like. You have a little vodka, tequila, fine. It's just it's what you put with it, right? If you pour in grape juice with it or grapefruit juice or dipping your cookie in it, yeah, not a good thing. Yeah, no, that's all right. Every time I talk to you, I'm inspired. I think you have to move in. Okay, deal. When you leave, I try to remember everything and say, "No, you can do it. You can change your life." Get that old jump rope out. Do all you you stuff. can, Joan. Come on. You're going strong. Your mind is strong. you got to keep your body strong. Yeah, I'm trying. It's a lot of body to keep strong. We're working <laughs> on it. Dr. Mark Hyman, you've got to read his new book. We don't say that about every book. Young Forever, The Secrets to Living Your Longest, Healthiest Life. And it's not impossible. You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. I promise you. Take care. Thanks, Joan. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC. All the best, Dr. Mark. The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC.